Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. This episode is part two of a conversation I had with my friend, Jennifer Scow. If you loved part one, you might end up loving this one even more, which I know is tough to imagine because the first part was so good. In this episode, Jennifer takes it next level and brings some very tangible tips that you can use right away to begin to take control of your mind and shine the truth and light of Jesus on all that has been occupying space in your mind as it relates to anything, but then more specifically food and health. Her story of how she took her eating disorder into her own hands and learned how to shift herself into a healthy approach to eating is inspiring to say the least. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I am confident it is going to bless you. Let's get into part two. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. As a reminder, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions. Friend, I invite you to join me in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy. This is a six-step course that is going to show you how to lose weight the simple, healthy way based on my proven sustainable health method. Start your healthy weight loss journey and create a healthy lifestyle that lasts today by heading over to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. Well, I want to, I want to shift gears here because you had mentioned that you had a 30 plus year history of eating disorders. So I'm thinking, okay, poor Jennifer, (laughs) she's struggled with depression. She was diagnosed with bipolar type two. She's had an all throughout all of that eating disorders, which I'm sure were largely related to the mental health issues that you were struggling with. And so, but now you're doing well, you're not, you're not having these eating disorders. So I think, you know, to give some more, I guess, additional tangible support and concepts to listeners. Do you have any tips from your healing journey or even like 
thoughts that you can think of or kind of put yourself back in that space because, you know, I'm sure there's people who are listening. They want to get the healthy habits. And, you know, that's what I offer here on this podcast. But also sometimes these eating disorders, there's, there's some things they need to recognize about their mind or there's things they need to be able to identify to, to move them through this. They may not even know that they have an eating disorder. So, so what would you have to say from your experience who might be struggling or struggling and not know that they are dealing with an eating disorder? Well, in case your listeners are curious, I'll just tell them what I, so in my, in my early years from like age 15 to like age 18, I had anorexia. Mm. Then bulimia kind of came in and then then from about age 18 to tw- my mid twenties, it was bulimia. Mm-hmm. And then in my more adult years, it was binge eating disorder. So I've had mm-hmm. quite the mm-hmm. gamut. Those um, are the big hitters. <laughs> Certainly yeah. able to relate to every, a lot of people. I'm so um, sorry. So just so that your listeners like, oh, but you didn't have what I had. Well, I probably did. There's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a chance that you did. Oh my goodness. Um, there's not too many left, but um, and I never received proper treatment because it's expensive. And I think because I have bipolar as well, it just was kind of complicated. And I, yeah. I kind of felt like they didn't know what to do with me. And that made Probably me not. feel like a freak. It, mm. So it was, so I didn't pursue it because I felt like it was hurting me more and they didn't know how to help me. Mm-hmm. So here's what I did. Well, you said something about, um, do you recognize, you know, for the longest time, when somebody's really in the knee deep in the eating disorder, they don't want help. They want to keep doing what they're doing. So hmm. it's hard to be helped when you're in that place. I keep thinking of um, you have a, you ha- uh, had a guest and one of her credentials was um, she helps women with eating disorders. I didn't yeah. write the name, but you know, somebody who has that biblical perspective, but you know, when you're getting help with eating disorders, it's really important to work with someone who understands eating disorders because mm-hmm. otherwise they're going to say things harmful, like, well, just eat. Mm. Well, that's easier that's said not, than done. That just doesn't work. And, and there's so many layers. It's really almost never about food, but mm-hmm. so here's oh, yeah. what I did when I was ready to, when I was recognizing, okay, I'm in bondage here. I need to be free. Um, I just went to my library and I got book after book after book after book, probably for about two years and just read and read and read. And wow. not that it substitutes meeting with a professional, but these were books written by professionals. Right. right. Health and because, you know, eating disorders are considered mental health, um, but also doctors. Mm-hmm. And and so it really, really helped me. And so your listener can do the same mm-hmm. if they can it or they don't feel understood or they're embarrassed they don't mm-hmm. want to make it public just go to your library and and there's also so many mental health websites online that can help you so mm-hmm. um so as you're reading and learning be teachable and willing to hear the hard things that you're going to read so one of the things that you'll read and you talk about this robin is that you must begin to be honest with yourself about why you're eating mm. can't happen when we don't even recognize or admit the issue yeah so don't be hard on yourself. Just be honest with yourself mm. while you're eating or not eating. Yeah. And because healing from things like this requires honesty with yourself, but also self-compassion. Right. And don't put the pressure on yourself to feel like I've got to come up with a solution. Just start recognizing 
behaviors and patterns and try to remove the shame and the guilt when you recognize behaviors you're not proud of. Just be compassionate with yourself and keep learning. And then the other thing that helped me um, become free was trying to get rid of that perfectionistic all or nothing attitude. And again, Robin, you're so good at this. I love um, episode number five, where you have that example of the birthday party at the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) (laughs) And you should all go listen to that because Robin gives um, three different, well, she gives the negative scenario that keeps you in bondage, Mm -hmm. how you're going to self-talk and keep yourself trapped. But then she gives you, I think it's three different plans of, so if you're only ready to take a small step, here's what you can do. Change your mindset and do this. If you're ready to take a bigger step, here's an, you know, but you have lots of episodes where you give that kind of advice. Um, So you can make progress while you're not quite at your goal. If you just can not focus on all or nothing, that that's the key. And then a last tip just on this subject. And I had to do this last night. Um, during a setback, I have comforted myself many times by saying, I have been here before. Hmm. How I feel right now is not permanent. Amen. So I'm still healing, healing and learning to be balanced. And I have setbacks. I had one last night. Oh, my soul, my husband and I stuffed ourselves like, and then we had pie. So it's like we went mm. to one restaurant and ate Mexican food and we Yum. don't eat late normally. So it was really late. And then we went to Perkins and got pie. And so in the <laughs> middle of my kitchen, I said out loud to my husband, I said, okay, I've been here before and it's not permanent. You know, I think that's really important to recognize that when you have a setback, whatever it is, even if mm-hmm. it's with your symptoms of, from your, your health, mm-hmm. not just because you overate or, you know, um, if you recognize, oh, I've been here many times, but I didn't stay there. I was able to, I was able to get out and the devil wants you to think, well, you blew it. Now you're there forever. And that's just not true. You know, so maybe that'll help your listeners (laughs) as they set backs on their journey. Honestly, those are such good tips. And one of the things that I think brings the most freedom, you said, don't, what'd you say? You said, don't get down on yourself or don't shame yourself, but be honest with yourself. And I think being able to look at your choices or where you're at from as much as you can, an objective, even just like a curious standpoint where you can say, okay, like we could use your example of just like we ate out and had Mexican food and then we had the pie and, you know, someone's mind can go a whole bunch of different ways. Like, oh, see, here we go. Oh my gosh, I'm back into binge eating. You're like, oh my gosh, like, well, I guess this, this week's ruined. So I might as well just you know, continue on. I'm going to, I know I'm going to the, going out with so-and-so tomorrow. So I guess I'll just, I'll go for whatever I want. And, you know, it's so easy to kind of go these different directions or to even start to beat yourself up and say, Oh, what's wrong with me? See, there's, why do I even bother? Blah, blah, blah. But then when we can kind of like pump the brakes on those thoughts and those lies and those conclusions and be able to say, okay, what happened? Well, I went out for a good time with my husband and they had a bomb enchilada dish or whatever it was. And I got, they had the California burrito. That'd be my choice. Um, and I, and I ate it and it was good. And then we thought pie sounded good too. And so we did that. All that happened was we wanted to eat some tasty things and, you know, like to just be, to be honest and say like, was I trying to sabotage myself? No. Was I enjoying a good time with my husband? Yes. Does this have to define what I do tomorrow? No. Do I need to 
make up for this tomorrow with excessive cardio or like starving myself. No. And so being able to, when you can just be honest with yourself and objective, I think that's extremely powerful. And like you mentioned, which I think this, well, I'll say this, that brings freedom. And it, and when, because it pulls you out of the cycle, it pulls you out of the self deprecation and and it, it closes the door to the lies to keep from coming because it identifies what's true. And that's what you want to be able to do is to identify what's true. And you mentioned the perfectionist mindset, the all or nothing. I can't tell you if, if I had a dollar for every time <laughs> I talk to someone who is struggling with their health, who mm. has the all or nothing mindset. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I don't think I'd need to keep coaching like, <laughs> because yeah. And so if you're in that place where you feel like you're so all or nothing and 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 maybe you feel like you said you feel like a freak or you feel like I'm the only one who's dealing with this, you are not. Honestly, I think it's one of the devil's biggest ploys to be able to convince us like, oh, yeah, you're a Christian. You you shouldn't be struggling with this or, well, I mean, so what? So you're not going to do it perfectly? Well, then why bother? I, that is his lie. And God knows that we're on a journey of transformation. We are made righteous by his blood and we're also being transformed. And for us to recognize just the same way we give our lives to Jesus doesn't mean I don't, you know, struggle with fear. I don't, you know, have whatever issues I'm believing it's becoming less and less. I'm renouncing those things, right? Like you're saying, renewing the mind, but in the same way, you're like, okay, I'm going to live a healthy lifestyle and, you know, <laughs> and people, <laughs> this is, and we think it's like, okay, I'm never going to you know, mess up. Like I'm on the path and it's, I'm going to work out this many days. I'm going to meal prep all my food and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And, and then we do that for the result. The scale doesn't budge. And so then we feel like all that was for nothing. And again, so then we're completely off the rails. It's like, well, that didn't yield the results. So I'm, I'm all or nothing. So now I'm nothing. So I'm just going to do whatever because it doesn't work. Why bother? But all that to say, when we can be honest about what really happened. And like you said, it's a perception. So it's like, okay, right now my perception that the world is ending. Let's just reevaluate and see, okay, it's not. And letting that be the perspective that drives. So anyways, those are such amazing tips. And I love hearing too, that they were able to support you. And also I will say you, I'm going on a rant here. (laughs) You mentioned um, not feeling supported by Uh, medical professionals. And I wish that was less common than it is. And I think it is so important. I've said this a couple of times in my episodes that you are the one who lives in your body and you are the one who knows your body the best. And if you are sharing what's going on inside of you and you don't feel like a medical professional understands or is empathetic to it or is able to really address what you have going on, go find someone else. Yeah. You, I mean, I know insurance makes things challenging. You feel like you have to go with that person, but I would, I don't know. I, it's best to get other opinions if you can, yeah. um, than to follow the advice or a lack of advice from someone who isn't able to help you. And you said you read all those books for how many years, one year, two years, probably a couple years. I just went to town. <laughs> okay. You literally became an expert on that topic more than anybody you'd have gone to see. I would imagine Possibly, even more yeah. than yes. if you went to see a trained a di- uh, eating disorder professional, because I doubt they spent the last couple of years reading as much as you did in, in that time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it it is encouraging to know what's available to people and what they can take hold of on their own. And, mm-hmm. and again, both of us 
by all means, find a good medical professional. I pray that the Lord would lead you to an amazing, holistic, yeah. empathetic, even Jesus loving health <laughs> professional to support you. Um, you know, but if, if that's not the case, just know there are resources and, you know, you can take advantage of those things. Okay. Yes. I have a couple more, couple more questions for you here. <laughs> so you also, um, had mentioned a couple of prayer tips, um, concerning our health journey. And I remember when I listened to that, I don't even know if you remember all that you shared on the episode that I listened to. It was the one, um, where you were talking about the two towers, the yeah. two buildings. Yep. Um, and I feel like throughout that, um, episode, you did such a great job of providing different prayers and providing different, um, ways that people can approach God in this. I think health is one of those areas of life that often feel, we just don't think to include God. You know, I don't, people don't think to include God in their meal prep or include God in their fitness, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and he's very much interested in participating. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) would you mind sharing those prayer tips when it comes to being on a health journey? Yeah, I'd love to. There's just two of them there and they're quick. Um, and I think this is the core of your podcast, actually, because you mention it every episode one way or another, mm. and that is don't exclude God from the journey. Mm. Uh, so in my course, I call these no prayer zones. I didn't realize mm. for the longest time that I had separated my health issues from God. I wouldn't pray about them because I had all these lies. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear about it. If you want to be thin, you're vain. You're going to get proud. Mm. So many lies. And so I just. I had to learn that, well, he actually does want to, there's, we should not have anything that we are keeping from him. He wants to hear about all of it. And so I came up with a prayer that I said for a while until I was including him more Mm -hmm. often. So I, it's just simply, I would say, God, please continue to reveal where I am pampering, excusing, or disconnecting food issues Mm. from your will, your involvement, and your opinion. Because we can disconnect, but he doesn't want us to do that. We mm-hmm. can also excuse and we can also pamper mm-hmm. our, our eating issues. And so if we involve him, then, then we've got the Holy Spirit to come in and help us to to, to have a different vision. Right. Like, you're standing here and you're eating this food because you're actually really, really, really upset. Mm-hmm. You're not actually hungry or you are so bored and that's why you're eating or Look how you're beating yourself up about, you know, when we invite the Holy Spirit to be part of revealing what we're having a hard time seeing. Right. And when we have the Holy Spirit to remind us, hey, ask God for help right now. You're not alone. Um, it'll make the journey so much better. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to do it alone. Um, Amen. And the last tip was. Oh, I want to say something really quick about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's funny, just before this, we did this recording, I was. Uh, catching up on a sermon that I missed from our church. And um, at our church, they do this really cool thing where they, in the middle of worship, they have a time of prayer. And so they have prayer partners who stand up at the front. And usually before they have that time of prayer, which is usually just a couple minutes, but people can come up, share what's going on, have someone lay hands and pray over them. They give what they call a prayer primer. And so someone kind of share something to build people's faith to be like, Hey, like you can bring this to the Lord. Like we have people here who are like willing to pray and contend with you. Mm -hmm. And, um, the one this past Sunday was so good 
Um, I even texted her, <laughs> but she was she was saying how it's so important not to make uh, to become too familiar. Uh, she said she called it the spirit of familiarity, where you just the thing that you're struggling with, the thing that has been uh, bogging you down, starts to become a friend instead of a foe that God gets to to fight for you. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, you know, sometimes we 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 create a space at the table for these things that are not supposed to be here with us. And I think about these mental illnesses. People think like, well, I just, this is how it's always going to be. I'm going to struggle this way. It's going to be like this. When we look at people's different chronic diseases and ailments, that's why I'm so passionate about this. I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> like there's hope and healing. And so when, and even using language, and like you said, there's power of life and death in the tongue. And I think what we say is so important because we'll say things like, oh, well, you know how it is when you get older. You know how it is when, you know, after you you turn 40, 50, 60, well, I mean, what are you going to expect? Like people just, they say it like it's a must or like it's a inevitable thing. And I'm, I'm just like, hold the phone. That is not kingdom. God did not design us to just deteriorate as we get older. That's not his design. That's not, that's not kingdom. And so what you're you're saying and inviting the Holy Spirit to reveal those things, be open to some things that maybe are completely off your radar, uh, that maybe you don't even know the Lord wants to heal and bring freedom in and and really making sure you're not creating space at the table for that foe so that God can really come come alongside you. So that's that's excellent. Okay, I'm ready for your next one. <laughs> okay. The next one I've done a lot of like I said, I'm still healing. So I yeah, think we all are always be healing. And yeah, yeah, we all are. Yeah. And so this year I was like, okay, what is it exactly that I'm wanting from my food? And what mm. is the purpose of the food for me? And when I'm praying, what am I asking God to do with this food? And I came up with three words that were really meaningful to me that is my desire for my food. And that's that it would nourish, satiate and heal my body. Amen. So I decided to because, you know, you sit down and you eat and I would always thank God for my food, but I felt like I was just then moving on into a, um, what's it when you say the word, the prayer over and over again, and you don't mean it, what, what wrote, is that what it is? Scripture calls it something. And I can't remember what it is. Oh. Vain, vain words where you just say, a prayer, Oh, sure. You're not paying attention to what the meaning is. Hmm. I was like, Lord, I don't want to do that anymore. I want there to be meaning when mm-hmm. I sit down with my food and I thank you for it. What am I asking you to do? Mm-hmm. So here's the prayer that I now say. And even though I say it every time, I mean it with all my heart. So it's mm-hmm. not just um, vain repetition. That's what I was looking for. Vain repetition. repetition. Sure. So first I thank him for it because that was Jesus's example. Thank you for this food, Lord. But then I say, um, please nourish, satiate and heal my body with this food. And and that has become really meaningful to me. And I've decided also that it doesn't matter what I'm eating, I'm going to pray that prayer. So if I'm eating sugar, mm-hmm. an, unhel- an unhealthy fat, you know, wh- whatever it is, I'm not going to judge myself. I'm going to let God speak to me if I need to change something, but I'm going to be thankful for it. Amen. And I'm not going to, I'm going to reject putting the shame and the guilt on myself. I'm just going to thank him for the food, ask him to do work in my body with it. And then I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it. Amen. There's research and I haven't looked into it. I haven't studied it, but um, so I don't know positively that it's 100% true. But what I heard is that 
your mindset when you're eating affects how the body just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're bashing yourself, feeling guilty, Mm -hmm. high anxiety, all these things, and you're eating the food, your body processes it differently, Mm -hmm. uses it differently. But if you're in a zone, content and thankful Mm -hmm. and paying attention and relaxed, then your body's going to do different things with that food. So have you found research on that? I didn't know if that was like true, true, true. Well, if you think about it, so you're talking about stress on the body. So fighter, and when you're in the fight or flight mode, what happens is it actually will shut down your digestive system, right? And so if you're stressed and, and so your body's in that fight or flight, it's like, oh no, we got to do something. And then, so it's like, well, we don't need, it shuts down um, digestion. It shuts down reproduction. And this is like total aside note, but if if anybody (laughs) have an expert in fertility wants to come on, but I know that the stress is also affecting fertility in our, in our country. Like fertility is down Um, because when you're stressed and if you have to like literally fight or flight something, your body's like, well, now's not the time to digest food. Now's not the time to reproduce. It's not safe. It's not important right now. What's important is that your muscles and your limbs are able to do what you need to, to survive. And so when we're coming to the table and we're stressed and we're eating because we're stressed, it's assault to injury. And when we like that prayer that you prayed would be a perfect way to shift and transition. Even if, even if you ended up at the table with the food in front of you, because you're stressed, I imagine praying that prayer and even just shifting your perspective in that moment can put you more into that, what they call the rest and digest state of mind. And you can consume it and your body's like, okay, yeah, this is, this is nourishment. I can use this. I'm not going to go into a state of inflammation while this is consumed. So yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you knew the, the details on that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Good. <laughs> well, those are amazing prayers and tips. So are there any last, any further tips or encouragement that you have for those who are trying to regain health that might be struggling with the mental side of things? Yeah. Just two. I'll keep it brief. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, stay close to God, obviously. Um, but when it comes to um, reprogramming your mind, you know, especially when they work with you, they're going to, your, your clients are going to uncover lies that they've been telling themselves and you're going to be encouraging them to replace it with truth. But we have to understand that that does take some time. So uh, maybe this will relate. Have you ever been um, having some anxiety and you're having physical symptoms? So your heart's racing, your breath is starting to have an issue. Hmm. But you catch it and you mm-hmm. stop thinking the thoughts that were causing it, but your body is still having mm-hmm. symptoms. So it it's not quite catching up with the renewal yeah. of your mind. Right. So um so be patient as as you identify the lies and replace them with truth. Those neural pathways are changing and rewiring based on your thoughts. Um it just takes time. So just yeah. be patient and if you just stick with it, then pretty soon you'll be able to sit down at the table and eat that food and not have the old shame and guilt Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it was you were dealing with, Mm -hmm. it it will become second nature to instead actually start to have joy around the food, but it just takes time. It's, it's your, your brain is just creating new habits by forming new pathways and getting, letting the other ones lessen. And it, it just takes time, but maybe this will be my best tip for your, your folks. Um, don't forget to savor today as you mm. pursue a better version of yourself in the future. 
Hmm. It's, it's interesting how we can simultaneously be pursuing a better life while at the same time being content with the life that we have in the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we're always reaching for that future better self, then we miss out on who we are right now. Yeah. We must stop thinking that how we used to be or how we will be are the only version of ourselves that have value. Hmm. As if who we are today has no value, isn't enough or has nothing to offer. So live life while pursuing a better life. There's so much beauty in today while you're reaching for the better things of the future. You know, we don't want to miss all the in-betweens. Yeah. Amen. That is a perfect and powerful tip to land on today. And I, I, I think it's so important when we're, particularly when we're feeling like we want to escape today and which often can be a feeling with mental challenges and to be able to, to, to be in the moment and to, and to recognize God's presence in that moment is, is huge. Um, as we wrap up, I know that I mentioned at the beginning how you have your own podcast, the, um, can you mention just a little bit, where can people find you where if people want to hear, Oh my gosh, I loved what Jennifer shared. Where can I get more? Where do they go? Um, everything you ever wanted to know about me, you can find on my website, which is jenniferscow.com. So, cause you'll find all the tabs for the podcast and all the things there. Oh, cool. so, so then you only have to remember one place. Perfect. But let me just tell you what you're going to find there. So lots of things, but I wanted to mention, I do have a tab for free resources and awesome. two of my favorites that your listeners might appreciate are, I have, I created a mental health guide. It's mm. about 20 pages. And so if one of your listeners or someone in their family is struggling, I go, I give you everything you need to get through a crisis, including eating disorders. Hmm. And then my other favorite free resource, which is on the healing side of things is I recorded a piano scripture audio of 112 verses of scripture. It's very peaceful. It's only scripture. I don't have my own words, but 33 of the verses are how God feels about you. 39 verses are about God's promises and provision. And then the last 40 verses are about who God is. So it's, it's really grounded in all the promises of God. And it, it, I listen to it all the time when I can't get my mind to stop, (laughs) Then I just put on the scripture, listen to the piano and listen to the scripture. And then um, my podcast, you'll find it on there more power than you think you can find it anywhere. Yeah. On my website, you can choose where you want to listen. And then the one that's dear to my heart is my course. It's the Diving Deep Bible Study. And this course gives women the tools, knowledge, and encouragement they need to take back control of their thoughts. This course is not about mental illness. This course is about um, renewing the mind. And then we really sink in and dive deep to fortify the pillars of the Christian life, motive, faith, Christ's perspective through trials and trauma, Bible, prayer, and letting God become enough. And the outcome of that nine-hour curriculum, and it's in bite-sized pieces, but the outcome is a lifestyle of unwavering faith, a consistent Christ-like mind, and a joyful best friend relationship with their Heavenly Father so they can live and be loved the way Christ intended. So again, all of that stuff is at jenniferscow.com. Amen. Well, I'm going to be heading over to jenniferscow.com. And for reference... (laughs) Uh, and you can definitely check it out in the show notes, but just for everybody, if you're more of like an auto audible, audible audio, <laughs> audible 
That's where I listen to all my books. Audio <laughs> information retainer. Uh, Jennifer is spelled G-E-N-N-I-F-E-R and Scow is spelled different than you'd expect. S-K-A-W.com. So you know what I did? I bought the URL with the wrong spelling so that it directs people to the right website. Brilliant. I bought the S-K-O-W. Brilliant. I got so tired of saying, and that's spelled S-K-A-W. I was like, okay, (sighs) enough of that. JenniferScow.com. No matter how you spell it, you'll find it. (laughs) That's awesome. Smart move. Well, perfect then. If you look up JenniferScow.com, you're going to find her. (laughs) Jennifer, thank you so much again for joining us today. Seriously, this information is just dripping with the Lord's goodness and transformation for listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week. Again, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions.